What a night, huh? Vinny? I'm not talking to you. What a fun time we had over at my house. No, who? All of us. All the people who were watching along with us. I don't remember having any fun. Enjoying the game. I don't recall fun. Really? At the end of the first half, you were having a lot of fun. Remember that? No. <laughs> I do. It seems like a really long time ago right now. Yeah. Pretty upset about it, to be honest. Number two seed. How the hell did this happen? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. I wanted to talk about creeps. I don't want to talk about football with you. Okay. All right. Well, we can talk a little bit about it. Let's just start the show. <laughs> Bye. Attention, parents. What you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot. It's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. Warning. Listening to the creep-off might leave you triggered. This episode may contain murder, rape, laughing at murder and rape, ableism, Lenny Dykstra, serial keaters, smile-talking, fat-shaming, child abuse, drug abuse, pizza abuse, victim-blaming, and the state of Florida. A serial killer. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Excelsior. True believers. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host. My name is Vinny. Just a shout out to all the true believers. Excelsior. True believers. And joining me as always, it's my co-host, rat face bastard, Carl. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Shout out to the Carl's Cuzaroos. Cuz. Cuzaroo. We love the Cuzaroos out there. We appreciate the support. Thanks for tuning in to another fantastic episode of The Creep Off. I'm feeling good today, Vinny. Is that a new uh, Detroit hat you got on? I got this hat when we were in Detroit. Nice. When I went to the ball game. Looking good, buddy. And uh, this is just kind of my way to telling all those folks in Michigan I'm with you today. Yeah, go Lions. Cousin Vinny's with the uh, Michigan folks. Uh, go Lions. In the national championship game. The Wolverines. That's is what right. I'm about. Wolverines tonight. Yes, sir. So, and you're gonna do a podcast during this? Yeah, absolutely. Oh I'm gonna goodness. get to the bottom of the whole Jeffrey Epstein flight logs. I'd love to be there for that. Dude. I can't make it, but I'd love to. Dude, we're gonna have fun tonight. I know that's a, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah. So you can check out subreddit surfing too. But uh, right now we got to talk creeps. Last night we did a fun little thing on your channel where Carl and I watched the Bills Dolphins game It was game fun. Together. That's right. You're right about that. That was a fun thing that we did. The Creeper Bowl. And if you want to watch it, you will learn one amazing thing. There's one fact I think anybody who watches this independently would take away. What's that? Stuttering John is right. You are a fucking dork. You're <laughs> a fucking we have nerd. Jingles for yes, the different players you sing on the team. Stupid little songs when your player does good. <laughs> Listen, I swear to you, if Florentine was there, the two of us would have gotten up and walked out just to fucking show you uh, a lesson. Oh, you're you're pulling up Patty Seacus right now. If I had my friend with me, we would have yep. made fun of you so much, and you would have been like an, an idiot because we would have like made fun of you. Yeah. Is that what would happen? Well, Carl, sing your sing your song what you do when Josh Allen runs. I sing it for everybody. I, that's the jingles department who sings that. 
I was sitting next to you, listening <laughs> to you belt it out at the top of your awful If you want to hear those songs, it is a members-only video now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bet. Podcasts. Somebody get that in Remember the hands up, of baby. John. Member up. Oh, my God. Who's, whose side are you on now? After all, watching that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I thought. Cardiff's? No. I'm on Tukey's. I'm on Tukey's side with oh, all of this. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Shots GWO. fired, Cardiff. He knows. He already knows. We've been okay. over it. So, folks, last week we did, what was the category again last week, Carl? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I forgot, too. <laughs> what was it, Jess? Yeah, Jess, what was the, ca- what the, was category, the category last week? week? Uh, for, oh, hi. Hi. Uh, what was it? Jesus I don't Christ. know. <laughs> Get out of here. That just annoyed me. She could go. <laughs> None of us know what it was last week. Oh, God. Yeah, here oh, it, it is. Oh, it's the worst of 2023. Oh, yeah, that's right. Worst of 2023. That's what it was. All right, you're welcome. Back, I remember Chris. it was the worst of 2023. Very good, Jess. Look at Jess looking stylish in her blazer today. Got all you dressed told up me for I'd us. wear something nicer. I know, and I'm complimenting you. I'm complimenting you, Jess. Come on. Work with me here. Yeah. Looking great. Yeah, learn to yes and Thanks. a little. <laughs> uh, yes, yes and, and a little. I wore this today because I'm a professional. Yes, you are. You're Very a professional. Good. I've had show. a week. Okay. Oh, no. It's, your week's just starting. What do you mean you've had a week? Oh, dude. No, no. Let me tell you what uh, happened to Jess. What happened to Jess? Je- am I allowed to say Jess? Because I'll describe it. the company. I don't, don't know the name, the name of the company. company. Jess got a new job scamming old people at Walmart. Oh, cool. Apparently. That's fun. And she's working for these people and she realizes that they're a bunch of like cons because they were fucking conning the employees they were there like for their trading and they weren't paying them for training interesting yeah so i think i think jess you got to stop like applying for jobs on craigslist you got to get no. onto you got to get out to like some of the, the the real websites is this a good paying job why, why are you doing this because okay i need health benefits all right my creep for today is our but- uh results girl Jessica. No. She's, I need health benefits. And they were like, oh, yeah, you don't get health benefits until you're a manager. And that could take months. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I quit that job today. And oh, you quit. Okay, good. Well, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not there. I'm out. Okay, no. Good. Whoa. Jesus. Ugh. Settle down today. You're, you're fired Sorry. out of the cannon. Fired up. Sorry, hey, Jess. It's, uh, it's been a. What did you think of that Bills game last night, Jess? <laughs> Shut the. F- Jess, don't answer it. him. I have. I didn't watch it. Uh, go Birds. When did they play? I don't know. Who won last week's episode? That's what I want to know. That's Who brought question. the biggest? Yeah, I'd rather talk about. about this. I um, brought No Pants Paul, a guy who should be a Hall of Fame because he is one of the inspirations for this show. Yep. And I'm hoping that the listeners did the right thing here. Well, I mean, I brought in Jesse McFadden, a uh, convicted child molester and rapist who then killed seven people. I heard it. I was there. I heard your presentation. <laughs> so what do we got, Jess? All right. It was very close. We got 52% of the vote. The winner was Carl. Yeah, baby! USA. I don't feel good about this. This is awesome. I'm up three to one now. If you're just joining the program, Vinny and I, we present the creepiest person in a certain category. Then you find folks go and vote on thecreepoff.com. And the first person to get to five forces the other one to spin the dreaded wheel of consequences. Yeah. I uh, am not happy with that. But the game will continue today with the creepiest NFL. uh, What are we doing? Girlfriends and wives. Yes, right. 
players, yeah. girlfriends, or wives. Yeah. So it's one of those. Hey, uh, just one of those Tom Brady's son. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it can't be. <laughs> not we don't mess with people's kids around here. That's it's right. a rule. Yeah, we don't do that. Um, Jess, I had mentioned last time you like talking about your personal life. We, we're learning more and more about you. Did we get any questions for you in our subreddit? I actually have them pulled up here, Carl. You do? Oh, great. I have some pulled Good. up. Good. I want to learn about our uh, results girl, Jess. Okay, let's start here. This uh. one came from Farmerboy666. He says, so Jess, how big your shoes? Ask it for a pervert. How big are your shoes, Jess? <laughs> Honest answer? Yeah. Why would you lie about that? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. Oh no! Uh, uh, nine. Okay. Okay. That's fine. There, there you go. go. Yeah. You're Nothing wrong with that, Jess. You're a tall girl. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> just the, okay. it's just the asking for a pervert thing. That I'm like, yeah. That's, uh. the part, that's the part that threw you off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe we got a better one for you. Let's see. I'm a fan got? of Chad. Says hi, Jess. Do you prepare? Ah, uh, yeah. Good question. For what? <laughs> All right. We'll move on. <laughs> move on. <laughs> uh, Monkey pox me. Here's a good one, Jess. This is a fun no, one. No, this is a fun no, hypothetical. Uh, Jess, <laughs> fuck, really... Mary kill. Carl, Vinny, or Tony from Hack the Movies. Oh, that is good. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to answer this one. It's hypothetical. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Not nobody's, nobody's We're not going to actually offended. make you marry someone. It's okay. Yeah, nobody's to be offended. <laughs> we might make you kill Tony, though. <laughs> Nothing. Just, just go with the uh, okay. guy. Okay. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. Give, give us some thought. I don't want you to get this wrong. <laughs> Got to make sure we get it right here. <laughs> what if I volunteer to kill myself? No, no, that's how this works. Because you guys are going to be upset with my no, answer. No, no. Okay. No one's going to be upset. All right. All right. Uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The sexual chemistry uh, is what's that that yep, she's yep. referring to. I saw that to. coming. Yeah. No, what? <laughs> All right. So we're effing Tony. No. Yep. Well, you said it. You're effing Tony. Yep. Now, who are you going to murder and life. who are you going to marry? Carl or I? I hate my life. Which like, one of us would you wish to see dead? This is an easy one. Which this one? Is, this is an easy one. <laughs> you got this. I agree. Which one of us do you want to see dead? And which one do you want of us do you want to spend the rest of your life with? Right. That's an easy question. Here's my reasoning for this. Marry Vinny because he pays me when I edit. <laughs> wow. <sighs> All right. Well, no Florida house for you then, Jess. I mean, there's I some care. perks, but okay. I don't care. I don't <laughs> Fair care. enough. <laughs> I'm not offended, Jess. I'm, I'm offended. offended. She's only in it for the money. And I get asked this question. Wow. Like, <laughs> no, she's having a rough week, Vinny. All right. And you're making her an- He's making you answer that question. Then you're marrying him? All right. Uh, last one from Talbot1021. Uh, hey, Jess, how are your swinger parents? Post pictures of them, please. No nudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can always like censor out the nudity if you want. <laughs> hey, listen, do we think we could get your parents to do a bonus episode where we interview them? No. Yeah. No, they, they will be like, Jess, what did you tell them? And I'll say nothing because they're making up bullshit. No. We're not making anything. My parents up. are no. great. They're doing great. Good. They're, they're helping me out through this difficult time of finding mm. out that my job was a scam and they're not swingers. And the fantastic. Wait, wait, wait. Why would you say they're not? Swear? Usually, you don't have to say that. Most people aren't. Yeah. But the fact that you say they're not lends me to believe that maybe they are. Because why else would you bring that up? I believe uh, thou protest too much. Yeah, methinks. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. swing your parents. Who even knows if they're your actual parents? Are either of them tall? What size are their feet? <laughs> I don't know. My dad is six foot six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ask ask him who the real dad is. Yeah. I don't know. Let me let me ask you a question. What basketball team did he play for? He uh, his college. Okay. He, he he grew up in Massachusetts. He roots for any New England team, so right. he's a Patriots fan. Ugh. All right, All right I, don't want, I don't want to talk to this Thanks guy for coming on today, Jess. It's been <laughs> Thanks, nice Jess. seeing you. Thanks for bringing us good news. Let's get some more questions for Jess in the subreddit. This is insane. This is insane. We're learning a lot about our, <laughs> our results, girl, Jess. It's good. Yeah, keep the questions coming. We need uh, to know more information. Yeah, r slash the creep off. I think we're really getting to the bottom of things. I've never so. seen someone struggle more with F. Mary Kill. I, I think she thought she had actually go through with that or something <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, I can't get roped into another commitment. I'm sorry, Jess. <laughs> yeah, I you, can't. Already got, you already got enough justices. Oh, life. my God. I, do you have two of them around? Jesus imagine? Christ. The first one, she gets, she'll gets she get scary, too. All right, kids. Let's uh, do a contest. Creepiest NFL girlfriend or wife. Carl, ring the bell. You get to go first. I won, so I go first. And I want to present to you. This woman's not just a girlfriend of an NFL player. She's also a celebrity. Part of the best-selling female vocalist group of all time. I'm talking, of course, about Beyonce? Lisa Left Eye Lopez from TLC. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you what she she probably her boyfriend probably wishes she had a waterfall because uh, he would have needed it when she decided to set fire to his mansion. Play my first clip out here, Vinny. Uh, I will. Where? Why did it do that? Huh? Huh? That's Do you see, guys, cool. I set this up so perfectly. Got it, guys. There it there is. We go. <laughs> Check this out. Rapper Lisa Left Eye Lopez was sentenced yesterday for burning down her boyfriend's million-dollar mansion. But she and Atlanta Falcon uh, football star Andre Rison still plan to marry. That's right. Andre Rison, playing for the Atlanta Falcons at the time, was dating Lisa Left Eye Lopez, very attractive uh, young star, and... Apparently, Andre Risen, and I think this is true of a lot of NFL players. I know Tyreek Hill is one of these guys. They don't want to just sleep with one girl. You know, they want to have uh, multiple girlfriends, even when they're with someone. And so it's uh, going to be a trend today. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe it. So, my uh, second clip here, we'll see how this went down. All right. One time when I got home, I went upstairs, and the bed is all made, and his car is in the driveway. I'm like, what the, what's going on? Where is he at? I went upstairs and he was in the room, in the guest room, but naked. And I just searched the room. I opened the closet door. There's a girl standing in a pink jacket with stockings on. And I was in total shock. I just couldn't believe it. Man, there were so many problems in our relationship. So hmm. she didn't really care for his infidelity. I guess is uh, one of the issues they were having. The other issue they had, though, Benny, they both like to go out and drink till the wee hours of the night. When alcohol gets involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there was one time that they went to Kroger around 3.30 a.m. after a night of drinking, and uh, they got into a fight. He had to uh, hit her. She was being a little uppity. And then he uh, actually shot his gun at the Kroger store. And, so uh, he started it. So that was a problem. 
I mean, back then the NFL was just like, all right, you can shoot at stores, just don't hit any people, and you're, you're fine. We'll let you stay in the league. Man, the 90s were great. The 90s were a lot simpler time, that's for sure. But then there was this one night that they both went out separately. Mm-hmm. And so she went out clubbing, he went out clubbing. He doesn't get home until 5 a.m. He gets home drunk. She's a little drunk from going out. And they get into an argument. This is my uh, third track here. Here we go. Then on the night of June 8th, 1994, Andre was reportedly out clubbing with his friends all night and returned home at approximately 5 a.m. in the morning of June 9th. Now, there have been some inaccurate reports about what actually led to the house fire. And some of the reports were claiming that Lisa found out that Andre had purchased himself a few pair of sneakers and didn't buy her any, so she got pissed and burned the house down. Then she started a fire and fled the scene. He set the place on fire because he'd just come back with dozens of pairs of new sneakers. And he didn't think of picking her up a pair. So she took them all, threw them in the bathtub, and just torched it. Can you believe that was actually reported on TV? That he bought sneakers and didn't buy her any? That's why she burned the house down? Do you think that it wouldn't be reported now? Well, let's find out what actually happened. Uh, but did you see that fire? Did you see the size of that house, too? It's not good. Oh, it's not. I'd be pretty pissed. Dude, it just brought me back to a memory I had this week. Uh-oh. I was at a comedy show, and I ran into this comic that I had seen since then. And he recalled, hey, do you remember the last time we saw each other? It was a show on the middle of nowhere. We had both finished up. We were standing out back. We were smoking, and we were looking at an apartment complex. And as we're standing there, pretty fucking stoned, we noticed flames starting to creep up through the roof. Oh, no. The whole apartment building, by the time the headliner was done with the night, the place was like almost burnt to the ground, and we just stood there watching it. You didn't call the fire department or anything? No, because all the people that were running outside screaming and panicking and banging on the doors had already called. (laughs) What was I going to do? You didn't want to run over and like, grab a baby that gets thrown out the window or something? Who wants me to touch their baby, Carl? I'm just saying. I mean, you'd be a soft thing to land on. Carl, I would have been in the way. I would have just been in the way. You'd be a very soft thing to land on, I would imagine. All right, let's find out what actually happened. My next track here. Uh, burning down the house. Here we go. Andre then left the house, and Lisa went into a rage and set fire to his sneakers in the bathtub then went outside and used a vacuum cleaner pipe to bust the windows out of two of Andre's luxury cars. Oh, no. The flames quickly spread throughout the house, and the mansion was destroyed by the time Andre returned. Authorities issued an arson warrant for Lisa, and she turned herself in the next day. Lisa was charged with arson and criminal damage to property and was released on a $75,000 bail. She's a problem. I don't know what you found. That's a problem. You got a woman who's going to burn your house down and smash up the windows in two of your luxury cars, that's fucked up. And she could make her own bail, too. So that's a fucking right. bigger She's problem. Out. She's out immediately after what that. What is this channel you found this from? Black Femininity? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, good presentation, do. doesn't it? I'm a big fan of Black Femininity. <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. Now, you might be saying to yourself, I was alive in 1994. I don't remember this being a huge news story. Why is that? Well, it's the reason we say all the time, Thank God for O.J. Simpson. (laughs) Luckily for both of them, the media's attention was now shifted to the discovery of Nicole Brown Simpson's body and O.J. Simpson's infamous police chase. The incident was also a great promo for TLC's second album, Crazy Sexy Cool, although Lisa didn't get to record much content for the album due to her personal struggles. All four singles from Crazy Sexy Cool reached the top five, 
and two of them went number one and won two Grammys for Best R&B Album and Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. All right, TLC's taken off after this incident. By the way, they all um, filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Every member of TLC? (laughs) Yep. They're all in debt by millions of dollars. Even Chili? <laughs> yep. Aww. Yeah, it's pretty bad. All right. Well, I have to give her Lisa some credit for this, at least. Okay. She did lean into it. This is my next track here. Okay. <laughs> While promoting Crazy Sexy Cool as an apparent Joker publicity stunt, left eye ah! company approved in firefighters gear on the cover of Vibe magazine. I don't, you can be the hottest group in the world, but if nobody knows who you are, you're not going to sell any records. TLC, Left Eye, Lisa Lopez was heavily publicized because of that incident, because of the fire. Hold on a second. Is Tyreek Hill dating Lisa Left Eye Lopez's daughter or something? No, I don't believe so. You don't think that's what happened? No, I think that uh, what happened was Tyreek's daughter is Lisa Left Eye Lopez reincarnated. I see, okay. Because his house just burnt down this week because one of his kids was playing with a fucking lighter. (laughs) Putting the sneakers in the bathtub, that old trick. Yeah, couldn't fucking uh, come down with that ball. Can you believe believe the publicist is just like, yeah, yeah, put out a fire helmet, that's funny. It is. (laughs) And that's why she's not a creep, because she has a sense of humor about shit. I like her. Well, let's let's take a look at my uh, last track here. This is why she is a creep. Mm-mm. He said he had forgiven Lisa for the fire and planned on marrying her. She entered rehab for alcohol abuse and received five years probation and a $10,000 fine. While staying in the facility, Lisa was still desperate for his attention and started harming herself. I did this around seven years ago. It said love first and then I wrote hate on it. And as you can see, can't even see love anymore. I carved love in my arm with a Lady Bic razor, one of those pink Bics. I carved, I love Dre. I was in need of, of some attention. Yeah. I was a little hurt, a little angry. I was serving time in the diversion center. And, um, I don't know. He really wasn't really coming to visit yeah. like Shocking. I would have wanted him to. And I was frustrated. There's no telling where he was, you know, where he had been and who he was dealing with while I was serving time. So she needed a lot of attention. She's a self-cutter. If that's not creepy behavior, oh, my boyfriend's not paying attention to me. I better carve love and hate into my forearm that's obnoxious but anyways with a great comment please go chase it water hose <laughs> i like jfk headchuck says the beatles were relatively unknown until they committed felony arson that's true <laughs> it's, yeah, it's true that's that. what got him on ed sullivan <laughs> hey uh, we got a couple super chats here. hey real quick real though quick. let me just finish up my presentation oh i'm minute. sorry i thought you were done no i just want to say they were still planning on getting married in 2001 Andre Risen went on a radio show, said, yep, we're getting married next year. And uh, they did not. They broke up. And the good news is, for everybody, is that Lisa Lopez died in the car accident in Honduras in 2002. She was driving a rented SUV very, very fast with people in it and got into an accident and died. So thank goodness she won't be annoying anyone by burning their house down and then carving words into her arm anymore. Vote for Carl. 
All right. So you're not only was she not a creep, she was just kind of cool. She was an artist. That's how artists are. Vote for Carl. Let's see. Cardinal Electric says, vote Carl. Fuck Vinnie Paulino. He means it. I'm with you, Cardiff. He means it. All right. Fast Fat Guy 6662. I have a Charizard for Jess. Where do I send it? I, I don't know if you're allowed to send Charizards through the mail, sir. I don't know how that send works. Send it to the Comedy Club. We'll make sure she gets yeah, send it. Send it to Comedy at the Carlson. I'll forward it along for yeah. her. Uh, Don became a YouTube member. I'm guessing of the WATP channel. Thank you, Don. Appreciate it. All right. Now, Carl, is it my turn? It is your turn, buddy. All right. What well, do we got? My creep today, in the summer of 2009, mm-hmm. uh, the time we're going to be talking about, was a 20-year-old Iranian immigrant, and by all accounts, a way too annoyingly bubbly Dave and Buster's waitress. Her name is Shahil Jenny Kazemi. Now, she moved to Nashville from Florida with her cuck boyfriend, Keith, a uh, guy by the name of Keith Norfleet. Okay. She's working at the Dave and Buster's at the Opry Mills in December of 2008 when her dream man came and sat in her section, Mr. Steve McNair. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, 35-year-old former first-round pick and NFL co-MVP who had just retired that spring. McNair, by all appearances, ladies and gentlemen, was a happily married father of two. Whoa, 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 whoa. So he's not even an active NFL player? I don't know. It just said NFL player. It does count. I don't know if this counts. Keep going. I I think you're probably disqualified. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) All right. So, all appearances, the guy's married father of two. He also happens to have a pretty cool fuck pad in downtown Nashville. Nice. Steve McNair ruled. We'll explain this. This is what makes her a creep because Steve McNair is a cool guy. McNair was married to his wife for more than 10 years. Her name is Michelle. He didn't keep his relationship with Kazemi particularly secret. They went on vacations together no. to Las Vegas, oh boy. Florida, uh, lots of other places. Her fam- she met He met her family uh, and told her friends that she had been to Mississippi to meet members of his family. Now, she told her friends and family that her new boyfriend was going to get a divorce and marry her and that they were going to have a family together. And there's one thing that I learned a long time ago, one simple rule. Never promise crazy a baby. Correct. Never promise crazy a baby. Now, according to the documents after the uh, investigation, she had some money problems. She didn't really have an education. Like I said, she moved to Nashville with her dumb boyfriend who she dumped when she met Steve McNair, and she put him in the friend zone. And we're going to talk about what a pathetic piece of shit this guy is. But she works at Dave & Buster's. She probably makes a lot of money there. I'm going to lean into no, she doesn't. Oh. Now, for her 20th birthday in May of 2009, Carl, yep. let me tell you what a great guy Steve McNair is. He co-signed for her to get a black Cadillac Escalade, but she wanted to make the payments herself, Carl, because she, she wanted need, independence. She doesn't need an Escalade. You don't say the Dave and Buster's waitress doesn't I don't need, think an, you Escalade. need an Escalade. Well... It Hyundai turns out, makes some pretty nice SUVs. You could get a, a Kia, maybe. Well, she had a Kia, and she gave it to a friend and uh-huh. said, hey, listen, would you do me a favor? I'm getting my new Escalade from my boyfriend, Steve, and I'm going to give you my car. You just need to make the payments. Is that how Iranians talk? Well, she was a very bubbly, like Americanized Iranian. <laughs> okay, okay. So, Is there a photo of her I'm going to see at some point? I'll show you a picture yeah, of her. Yeah, yeah, I want to see what this girl looks like. Oh, dude, like. she's gorgeous. Oh, okay. Oh, man, why didn't I... Pull that up. I don't know. I had one. That'd be an important part of the presentation here. It's coming. It's coming. All right. 
Well, maybe she's not. <laughs> oh, your boy. Mind. Oh, oh, boy. No. Okay, let's see. Let's uh, see well, you got. know, I'm going to go mugshot on this one. Okay. Just for the funsies of it. Okay, mugshots usually aren't the best, but okay. Yeah. She's uh, cute. Ooh, okay. She's cute. I think her nose just hit me in the eye. <laughs> All right. So she's uh, hanging out with Steve a lot, obviously. Uh-huh. And I just closed my notes like an idiot. Oh, no. I'm sorry. This is my fault. No, it's mine. It's completely mine. Well, just do it from memory. I'm sure that you put a lot of time and effort into this. I did. So uh, Kazemi, everything's good. Yep. She's got her Escalade, but she's making the payments, and her friend is paying for the Kia. This is around the time she sees a woman leaving Steve's condo downtown in Nashville. Okay. And uh, she gets very upset. She confided with her ex-boyfriend, in fact, that I can't believe Steve would be seeing another woman. And she confronted Steve, and he said, listen, I'm married. Yeah. I'm married. You're like, you come here and you hang out and we have a good time. We do this stuff. We talk about this. Everything with you and me is cool. But every now and again, you know, I, I fuck this one girl. It's just her. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. It was just the one. Then that's fine. Well, this one girl, by the way, way cooler, way fucking cooler than uh, Jenny here. Yeah. Uh, Leah Ignagani. Pussy is always cooler. Is her name. And he met her in May of 2009, and they started a dating relationship. At some point in June, she told investigators she noticed a woman in a black Escalade following her Uh after she left McNair's uh, downtown condominium. And she said she saw the same vehicle on her street or circling the block several times in the following weeks. Oh, boy. Yeah. So this is when things start to really go downhill because- Jenny's roommate just told her that she's moving out, and now Jenny has to pay all the rent by herself, and she's trying to make an $800 car payment for this Escalade that she wanted, and to top it off, her stupid 20-year-old friend from David Buster's stopped making payments on the Kia oh boy, and just handed her the keys back and said it's yours to deal with. Everything goes wrong at once. And then on July 1st, Jenny found used condoms in the condo. Okay. And Jenny- Good for Eric McNair. That's smart. Yeah, so Steve there. Yeah, don't fucking wrap it up, dude. Yep. So she's all upset about money. So she is very upset when she sees these condoms. So she calls this guy named Adrian Gilliam, who she met at a Hooters. <laughs> and I'm not fucking making that up. She met him outside of a Hooters. Okay. And she texts this guy and says, hey, can I buy a gun? Okay. Uh, there is some indication, according to this guy after the investigation, that she had been doing her own surveillance Figured out about the condoms and these sort of things. This is all in her mind. So she meets up with Steve that night. It's not in her mind. This is all what's happening. This is all she's thinking about is the money and stuff like that. She's freaking out. Okay. She meets up with Steve and her friend that night. And Steve says, hey, babe, you're going to drive us back to the back to the condo. So they get into her escalated. She starts driving quite erratically. And they are telling her to slow the fuck down. She gets pulled over, gets a fucking DUI. Ah, she was drunk. On the ride home, they're trying Uh, to fucking have a night. The 20-year-old gets a fucking DUI. She's not supposed to be drinking. She's 20. Yep. So guess what happens? The cops are like, oh, Steve fucking McNair. You're the hero of Nashville. Have a great night, sir. We'll just take her to jail. And he's like, all right, cool. And he fucking left her. So now she's got, I have been ultimately betrayed by this man in her fucking head. He arranges bail for her. She gets out of jail. She ends up meeting up with her with her the next morning. But by 4 a.m. that night, he's already at Leah's apartment. He's already hanging out with the new girl. Nice. 
So ladies and gentlemen, this takes us to my final day of this, and I'm going to explain to you what makes this woman the ultimate creepo here. The next morning, July 3rd, she starts sending texts to Steve. Baby, I might have a breakdown. I'm so stressed. And he's like, everything's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. Baby, I might need to go to the hospital, baby. What's wrong with me? I can hardly breathe. And he's like, where are you at? I just want this pain in my chest to go away, she said. He goes, you want me to come see about you? Do you want me to help you? I'm with my kids, basically, is what he's saying. But Mm -hmm. if you need medical attention, we'll get you attention. And she goes, if I don't go away, I'm going to the hospital. He says, well, let me know. I'm here if you need me. She doesn't respond until later that day. But the next person she texted after all of these panic texts about her mental state and how she's having chest pains the next person she texts is the gun guy from hooters right and has her him meet her at her job that day at the fucking dave and busters in the parking lot where she bought a gun from him for 100 dollars. oh that's i was gonna say if she's having money problems don't go buy a gun but if it's only 100 bucks sure this guy says he drove her around the parking lot gave her some pointers on how to use the fucking thing and then she went to work that's a class act well, she went to work, but she starts texting McNair again around 3 o'clock. Okay. okay? She says to him, this is all about her bills. Baby, I want to pay some of my, fil- my bills before I go to work. All the bills and everything else is stressing me out. Uh, baby, uh, what are you doing? Did you go to the hospital? Are you going to work? She- and uh, he goes, well, I'm at the pool with the kids. I'm going to get my guy to transfer the money for you. Oh, nice. So he's giving her money. Nice. Thanks. Good, okay. Good thinking there, Steve. He's giving her money. And she goes, do you have my account number? And he goes, yes, darling, I do. And she says, baby, I have to be with you tonight. I don't care where. Tell me where you're going to be. Come be with me. He did not respond to either of these texts. Okay. So now she starts texting the ex-boyfriend that she moved up with. All about her money problems, all about how terrible this relationship is. And so this guy decides to white knight it. Around 8.34 p.m., he starts texting her. I've been thinking about your problems. I'd like to offer you to come and live with me. You could come move in with me. You don't have to pay for that apartment. Also, I just took out a credit card. I have a $5,000 limit. I will pay your bills for you. This guy is such a cut. So she's cucking this guy out completely. Yeah. Fucking McNair's putting money in her account. He's depositing cash. She's got a guy who's going to give her the money that she needs. But yet, that night at the Dave & Buster's, her manager says she was acting really crazy. This is why she's a creep. She's going around talking to all the customers. Hey, you know Steve McNair? I'm fucking him, and I'm having money problems. And she starts pouring all of this shit out onto customers in the Dave & Buster's. Can you think of anything less fun when you're trying to play fucking air hockey than this bitch complaining to you? All right, get to the fucking point, Vinny. Where where are we going with this? There's a gun. She's upset. Then what happens? She annoyed everybody at work. (laughs) She meets him at home, and she shoots him twice in the head, two times in the chest. Then she shot herself in the head, and they found him the next day. Turns out he had only deposited $2,000 into her account. Oh, that wasn't enough? Apparently not. To survive. <laughs> not. So um, she went and murdered him. Yeah. Hmm. Even though he was giving her the money, hmm. even though she had another cuck who was giving her the money, there was no reason for this. This is completely fucking crazy and a creep thing to do. This is a temper tantrum yes. that uh, ended up being fatal. And this guy was still married to his wife. And by the way, Leah was the cool one. that She got arrested for drugs like the next month. Nice. So Leah was way cooler. So... so- she shot herself in the head? Yeah. Did she die? Oh, yeah. Oh. What's that bug shot from, then? 
Uh, oh, the DUI, maybe? Yeah, probably. Okay. That's what I'm guessing. And I mean, goddamn, she... If that's a DUI mugshot, she looks better than half the people we watch in the cop cam videos. Well, and we're going to see one today. Uh, that's a little tease for you. We got a very fun one today. But people, please go to thecreepop.com. Vote for who you thought brought the bigger girlfriend or wife of an NFL player. Yeah. Creep. One burnt down a house. The other one shot a guy in the head twice. Your pick. Well, also smashed out some windows and just burned down the oh, house. Cars. I forgot he got the cars and, involved. And, God damn it, the cars. Yep. And she caught the mistress in the closet. Always got to look in that closet. Yeah, that's true. I got a stalker, though. My girl was stalking the ex's girlfriend. That is annoying. That's really a problem. She's not hot enough for that. I hate it when my girlfriends do that. <laughs> All right. Vinny, you ready to uh, watch some cop cam footage? We're doing cop cams, baby? Yes, I got a fun one today. Oh, good. William Bogart sent this one in. Okay. It was actually on uh, the public freakout subreddit. All right. Give me one second. I'm going to load this. Okay. Let me just explain what's going on here. This woman is driving in uh, downtown Sarasota, and she's driving her truck without any tires on the front. Hmm. She's driving on the rims of this vehicle. Now, she does not realize that, and she's very confused why she's even getting pulled over. She does not go along with the police here at all. She has a lot of questions. She doesn't want to cooperate in any single way. And the police are going, ma'am, you don't have any tires on your car. She goes, yes, I do. He goes, no, get out here and and look for yourself. She's like, I'm not getting out. No, ma'am, take a look. Let's watch it. Take a look, ma'am. Are you ready for the first one? Yes. All right, here we go. Yes, you can't step out. I'm going to need to do some exercise to you to see if you're okay to drive. Do me a favor, step out for you. You're going to... Backtrack that shit. All right. Because where do you think that I just sent the car? Well, you don't have a tire. You're running in a ring <laughs> for two, three blocks. There's a tire. No, no, no. There's a tire. There is a tire over there? All right, you can't step on. Show me where's no, the tire no, no. at. There's a fing <laughs> tire, right? There is a rim. There is no tire in the rim. Oh, shit. Do you want to step out and see it? Let me record you. All right, go ahead. All right. So it's always important to record the cops because that's the most important thing to do is to record them, not to listen, not to follow the orders that they're giving you so everything could be resolved peacefully. Nope, just the record. best thing to do is grab your phone and jump in their face and be as obnoxious as you can. Definitely. It's the only way to deal with police, I've learned. And thank goodness that she's going to record this because it's not like every cop here has a camera running at all times. We got the footage. We don't need your your footage on this one. I really also enjoy the cadence of this drunk talk that she's doing. There's a tire right there. You need to backtrack. There's a tire? You, uh, uh, officer? There's a tire right there? There's a tire. Of course there's a tire. There's a tire right there. All right. So this goes on for about two minutes. She's arguing with the police officer. Finally, he gets her out of the car. This does not go well. <laughs> Probably not for the pavement. I'll turn off the engine. I appreciate that. But you're a f***ing bullshit. You're a Bullshit. Me what, what, what? what am I being pulled over for? I'm going to do a test on nope, you to see if you're nope. okay to drive. Nope. All right, you know, so you're nope. nervous for DOI. Come on. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Hey, hey, don't you f***ing touch me. Don't stop. Touch me. Don't you touch me. Don't you touch me. No. Don't you they're going to get the cops on. Oh, man. That cop looks like it's her sister. Yeah, I know. 
Big yeah. girl on big girl crime right here. I'm telling you right now, man. All right. I so. thought she goes, what am I getting pulled over for? You're driving on the, the rims of your wheels. Listen, people, I want you to know something. Here's what happens when you refuse to do a breathalyzer or you refuse to do any testing. You automatically lose your license and you're under arrest. Yes. The second you say, I'm not doing that, you're under arrest. Okay? Right. And, and she wouldn't get out of the car. She's not cooperating in any single way. Yeah. So now she's going to try to start. She's trying to get out of the cuffs, which we actually saw this recently on one of these. Yep. But that was a skinny uh, girl that was doing that. This one, not going to have as much luck. On I this one, think. from the way it looks, the cuffs are trying to get off of her. <laughs> yes. They're hanging on for dear life. All right, here we go. Let go of me. Stop. Let go of me. Stop. You all bullshit. Uh-huh. Okay, so you can tell that she's getting very upset. She doesn't know how to behave in this situation. Carl, she should be in a band. She's got some pipes. I, I was thinking the same thing. She could be a metal singer. Yeah. You're going to was... see. Get, get ready. If you, if you find that really annoying, you might want to skip through this part because, boy, does she howl. And she's one of these people who thinks she knows her rights. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> I like how you have this labeled. She's a child. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to. Let go of me. Goddamn right, and you have no right. All right, this is fast. So nice. You have no right. You have no right. You have no right. You have no right. Search a rupert. Stop screaming. All right, so she started screaming like a child. That one police officer is just like, "Oh my god, can you just stop? It's just, it's just obnoxious. Please just stop doing." How that. many of these do you think they deal with per night? Oh my, hopefully not more than one. This is brutal. You know, you're good for at least one a weekend. This one is brutal. Uh. So then she starts yelling about how she's going to take them to court. That's always fun when someone thinks that they're uh, well. No, we're taking you to court. Their rights stupid. are being infringed upon, and they're going to own the police. They're going to rename the precinct after this woman, I think. Yeah, the Fat Bitch Memorial Precinct. <laughs> Great. Here we go. I will own you. I will own you. I will own you. I will own you. I She's the one who wanted to film this. I don't, I don't think you're going to want to watch this one back. This is not going to be Carl, a good one. How she gets the second wind in each one of those. Like it starts off a little low and then and she then, just wow. hits that note. It's, it's pretty impressive. It really is. Wow. Not since uh, Steven Tyler in 1975 have I heard pipes like that. Very good stuff. All right. So okay, now. Hold on a second. Peen Wienerstein says you don't have to submit to a field sobriety test. You do have to do a test eventually, either blood or a more accurate breathalyzer at the station. Never do field sobriety test. Ask a lawyer. I've definitely heard uh, different opinions on that. that I've heard it go both ways, and it probably depends. depends on the state. Well, it also depends on how are you going to do on the field sobriety test. 
I've done it before because I knew I would do fine. Did you have to? Did you have to walk the line? Yeah, yeah. I got I got caught um, in one of those. You know, what do you call it? Where they just pull everyone over? Uh huh. Why am I blanking on what that's called? Uh, a police checkpoint. Yeah, it's a checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've, I've had have hit two of those. Uh, but one of them, they just let me go. The other one, they had me get out of the car and, and do the field sobriety test. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you say, I just always look like this. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, sir, fix your teeth. I'm like, I honestly, officer, it has nothing to do with drinking. Here's what <laughs> just happened. just what my teeth look like. Carl uh, pulled out his license, then dropped it on the ground mischievously, and then bent <laughs> over, looked at him and said, see anything you like, boys? <laughs> and they said, please leave, Mr. Hamburger. <laughs> yeah, that'll be enough, sir. That, we won't need anything else from you. Come on, guys. I'll suck you, Cox. Oh, God. Speaking of uh, sexual advances, listen to this next clip. Ooh. Oh, they're touching my breasts. They're touching my vagina. They're touching my breasts. Do you know where you tar- She's so disgusting. No one's trying to touch your vagina, ma'am. No one's interested in that. Trust me. Uh, oh, my God. What a reaction. You, sh- you would think she'd be happy somebody cop to feel. Right. I know. It'd be uh, the first time in a while. All right. So. Wow. She claims that she's done nothing wrong at this next clip. Stop. 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 What do you record it. Record it. These mother are recording me for no reason. Let go of me. They're recording it for shit. no reason. Let's be putting on a show, me, honey. Shit. Let go of me. Let go of me. Let go of me. How exhausting that woman is. It's fine. You got, you got recorded. It's fine. All right, they're just trying to get her in the vehicle at this point. They're like, can you just get in the vehicle? She's screaming, no, let go of me. They'll let go of you, so you just sit down in the fucking vehicle. Let me tell you what I would do with her if I I was one of these police officers. I would get three cops, at least, to get behind her. Then I would get that battering ram thing they used to break mm. down doors of crack houses. Yes. I would put that thing right up in her fucking ass, and I would just push her right into the fucking car. <laughs> yes. I would stuff her into it. All right. So the next track here, she does end up getting tackled to the ground. Perfect. <laughs> and boy, is this a flattering look for her. Yeah. Wow. Gravity. <gasps> Are you recording this? Are you recording this? please? No. I will not. Stop. 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 Oh, Stop. Down she goes. Stop. Look at her gut hanging out. Ugh. Down goes Fatty. Down goes Fatty. <laughs> Look at that. You're making, you're making this yourself. She Later after this, after they get her back up again, she uh-huh. says that she's going to tell her friends that they're all pieces of shit. I'm like, mm. you don't have friends. Not I'm Terry. Not don't it. tell Terry. I'm not buying that. I heard the officers tried to lure into the car after this because they couldn't stuff her in. I yeah. have audio of that. Okay. Come on, pig. <laughs> yep. yep. All right. Last clip I have on here. Um, she seems to think that this is all the police officer's fault and not her own fault, which mm-hmm. it obviously is. The cops stole my tire. <laughs> There's a tire right there. All of my bruises are on you, you piece of shit. All of my bruises are on you. 
The suspect was charged with numerous crimes, including felony battery on a law enforcement officer. She was given a bond and pleaded not guilty. However, her bond was revoked when she tested positive for alcohol a month later. Oops. Her case is still open and is slated to go on trial in front of a jury. Oh, God, I'd love to be on that jury. I would love to be in the courtroom watching these videos. Guilty! <laughs> Guilty! I would just scream it at her. Uh, well, thank you very much, William, for uh, sending that one out. Good stuff, William. Thank fun, you fun so stuff. much. Yay, Super Chats. Right, we got a couple up. super chats coming in. James Gartner, five bucks. Creepiest NFL girl, fish in a barrel, and my mom likes the potato, and that's creepy too. Agreed. What? What does that mean? His mom likes the potato. So she's John a weirdo. Spittle, five dollars. That screaming is the perfect time for a nice helping of pepper spray. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Vinny Paulino. Yes. Okay, John Spittle. I know the the restraint that these police officers have is really amazing. I'd have that taser out so fast. Dude, I w- I'll give you something to scream about, bitch. He's right, though. The second she goes to the inhale to scream again, that's when you blast her. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good call. That'd be fun. John Spittle. <laughs> I don't like how mean he is to me, but he makes a good point. Yep. Good point, good pal. Point there. Good point. All right, kids. I guess that means it's time for some voicemails, and our voicemails, as always, are brought to you by the great city of Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Syracuse where our midgets may not be smart enough for Epstein Island, but they'll do things that'll make Stephen Hawking disgusted. We call it the Black Hole Special. See you in Syracuse. Yikes. All right. Uh, We got a long one here, but it's for a good cause, so we'll let it play. Vinny, I've been meaning to send you this call for a long time, and I'm going to apologize up front because it's probably going to go over 45 seconds. But I'm just watching the latest... um, creep off and it reminded me i wanted to do this a while ago um i am one of your uh detroit area fans and i also happen to be a big michigan fan my father played at michigan my grandfather played at ohio state that grandfather was also a big Ten official um i'm very deep into college football and michigan in particular um but i've been going to that that stadium ever since I was a little kid, and I got to tell you something, man. I've last few months of this year, I've been having a streak of, if it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. For that reason, I missed you guys when you were here in September, oh. and I was incredibly bummed out. Bummed. But to hear how much you guys enjoyed your experience at Michigan Stadium, a place I have loved ever since I was a little kid, and have had so many great memories at. I got to tell you, man, seriously, it warms my heart. So thank you so much for that. I, I really appreciate that. Um, the fact. All right, man. He, he repeats a little bit there. But that blue. was the point. Go blue. Go blue. We're excited for you. Bring ya. that championship. Big game tonight. What do I think of their four and a half point favorites? Yeah. And I'll tell you what I enjoyed. It wasn't necessarily the stadium that I enjoyed. I enjoyed Stadium's all nice. the tailgating yeah. right across the street yeah, with our they, buddy Drew. That was a nice setup. Uh, that, it's, that That is such a cool place. And yeah. it was a wild Saturday, folks. A wild Saturday. It was fun. Um, by the way, Howard Stern has COVID. This just in. How did that happen? How the fuck does that happen? Where did he go? Oh, he's going to divorce his wife now. Oh, he's just going to yeah. lose his mind. All right. Uh, Podcast Prophet checking in. Podcast Prophet here. Holy Spirit speaking through me. I'm calling bullshit on Triple Bypass Paulino. Uh, your creep 
was supposed to be the creepiest creep of 2023. Now, I understand that, you know, you're, you're getting to the 2023 stuff, but, uh, I feel like you're loading the, loading your hand with, uh, mentioning a bunch of shit he didn't do in 2023. Uh, shouldn't we just be talking about what he did in 2023? Yes. With all the other shit that didn't happen in 2023, because that's irrelevant. Correct. Regardless of his, you know, you're just making him look like a bad character. And he is! The jury. He's whipping uh, his dick out on about. children in the middle of Wegmans. Yep. In the middle of the supermarket. He's grabbing kids away from his parents and whipping his dick out There's at a them. reason I won. Thank you very much, sir. Good call. It's a good call. All right. I'm going to respond to this, though. Hold on. Someone says, Vinny looks like Magnum P.I. in that Detroit hat. And then someone followed that up with, I think you meant Magnum P.I.G. <laughs> I like it. And that was pretty good, so I'll, I'll allow it. Good call. Good like funny it. joke. Uh, thanks for the five bucks, John Spittle. Damn it, VP, you're not supposed to be nice. Okay, I'm a fan now. Fuck Vince Fuck the lawyer. Vince the lawyer. All right, John Spittle. Don't be a fan of Vinny, though. Yeah. Don't let him fool you. I'm really a terrible, awful, mean-spirited person at heart. Uh, Carl. I think it's time for a scum parade, buddy boy. Let's go. Let's do it. Scum parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck charades that these creeps have made. Scum parade. Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum parade. Like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat. Scum parade. Let's head on back down to one of my favorite places, Alabama, Carl. Alabama. This story has made the rounds all over the place this week. Yes. But I have some fun stuff for it. An Alabama man was arrested Thursday night after he wrecked his vehicle into a pole in the Bass Pro Shop parking lot. He then stripped naked, ran into the store, and did a cannonball into a large fish tank inside of the store. Have you ever... Just like Alabama man. Now, have you ever been to a bash bash pro shop? Not. This is not uh, in my wheelhouse. Well, here is a picture of the man. This is a real photo of yep. him in the pool, yep. just hanging out, <laughs> living life. His name is George Owens. He's forty-two years old. He was charged with public lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer, two counts of first-degree criminal mischief and reckless endangerment. He thought it was uh, Casa Bonita. He thought he was going to go there and cliff dive. Dude, he thought he this guy was living it up and he was taunting the cops. Yeah. He was like the greased up deaf guy for family guys. <laughs> yes. You're never gonna catch me. And he's jumping in and out of this thing. And this is him taunting the cops. He's yeah. in this thing going, come on in and get me. And then right after this, folks, this is where things took a turd for the worse. He fell out of the tank <laughs> onto his fucking head. Oh man. Onto the concrete. And uh <laughs> <laughs> it really is a fun video. It's a concrete floor, and uh, he remained motionless, motionless until officers handcuffed him. At that point, he began struggling, and uh, he was in the water for about five minutes before the police arrived. The incident happened just before the store's closing time, and uh, Owens was taken to the hospital for a mental evaluation, and then they were like, no, he's just an asshole, and they took him to the county jail. But that picture right there of him going, oh, realizing I fucked yeah, up it's is great. so great. They're, they're like, uh, is this guy mentally ill? No, he's just Southern. Oh, okay. Yeah, he thought this was... Got it. It's his birthday, you know? Sure. <laughs> Carl. One day. There's only one place we should go right now when we do a uh, scum parade. I think you know where it is. I do. 
old Florida man was arrested for battery after attacking his girlfriend with a pink dildo because she called him a, quote, limp dick. Well, those are fighting words. Agreed. <laughs> I don't know what you think is going to happen. Steve Nerdin and his girlfriend were arguing about the relationship less than two hours after ringing in the new year when Nerdin escalated the fight physically, according to the Pinellas County, Florida police. His girlfriend told him that he had, quote, a limp dick and needed Viagra, which upset him, Yikes. obviously. <laughs> yeah. You would be mad too, right? Of course. You would be like, I know, but <laughs> come on. That's why I bought you this thing. See? That's why we have this thing. Norton allegedly became upset and removed a pink dildo from the bedroom closet and did this great move where he shoved it down her th- mouth and throat while holding the back of her head and trying to cover her mouth. Yeah. Well, say those fighting words with this thing in your mouth. Yeah. What was that? Oh, yeah. I died. What was that? What about my limp dick? Uh, Norton then allegedly began to punch the woman in the left eye as she tried to push him off. He later told investigators he could not recall attacking her with the sex toy, but claimed, she punched me in the eye. Sometimes when you're just having a lot of fun in the moment, it's it's almost like an out-of-body experience. You just forget even doing it. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say this right now. I, I know whose fault this is. Mm. Our victim blame. <laughs> yeah, don't say that to your boyfriend. Don't yeah. say that to, to Especially anybody. if he's a limp dick. He's going to take a lot of offense to that. He's being charged with domestic battery. And he's got a bond set for $2,500. Right. And he's been barred from contacting the woman. So he also previously served a 13-year prison sentence for armed robbery, aggravated assault, and felonious possession of firearms. Well, that's the last guy you want to call a limp dick, that I would yeah, say. absolutely Bad not. move. So, Carl, we need to go to India. Yes. And I'm going to use this little trick I have now, and I hope this works. We're going to this place. Tiruvananthapuram, a mentally deranged woman in the state capital city's suburb Katakata, threw her ex-husband's 18-month-old boy into a well on Thursday. Hit the music. It's a baby thrower, kids. So I got to say, I feel like we read stories like this often. Mm-hmm. where they're throwing babies into wells in yep. India. Yep. Should they put a sign on these wells, no babies? You know, Would that help? I don't know if it'll hurt. Right? I don't think it would hurt. <laughs> they need to do something. I was thinking about this yesterday when we were watching the game. You could obviously watch the live stream back on the Who Are These podcast channel. But we kept seeing these commercials for the Olympics. Yes. If there are so many people around the world who are dead set on throwing babies, can we turn this into something? Can we just set this up as an event, put some pillows down or something, and make this a little less dangerous if you have to throw a baby? Vinny, I have bad news for you. That audio you just played was not going through the board. No one heard it. Oh, nobody heard? Nobody heard it. Oh, boy. Vote for Carl, everybody. You know what? You finally got the thing to work, and you didn't have it. Lined up with our stream here. All right. Uh, Thero Vanifaporum, a mentally deranged woman in the state capital city's Katakata, threw her ex-husband's 18-month-old boy into a well on Thursday, killing the baby instantly. Yes. That's the story that we uh, were listening to when no one could hear it. Yeah. This woman began uh, suffering a mental illness soon after the birth of her second child. Following her mental sickness, her husband divorced her and married her sister. Oh, that's a dick move. It is a dick move. Well- it was the same in-laws, so it's uh, it's a bad move. What 
thank God they don't celebrate Christmas because it would be weird for that family, I think. Right. Now, it was her sister's 18-month-old boy child that she threw into the well. So she went and grabbed the husband's new kid from the sister and threw the baby into a well, killing it instantly. Uh, the fire department came to the rescue quickly. However, by the time the baby was retrieved from the well, he had died. And this woman, her name is Manju, has been taken into custody. Yeah. Don't throw babies into wells, I guess, is the point we were trying to make there. Put down pillows, cushions, something, you know. I don't know what to say. Carl, do you want to talk about one of your soon-to-be most infamous creeps that we've covered on this show? I do, yes. Gypsy Rose Blanchard, ladies and gentlemen. If you may remember her... Let me see if I can find this for you. This is Gypsy Rose all dolled up. Yes. Now, she's out of prison. Yeah. Now, let's remind everybody what she did. Okay, yes. Her mother, Dee Dee, was... uh, She's one of these children whose mother was making her sick. The Munchausen by proxy syndrome or whatever. And uh, was keeping her ill. And then she met some boyfriend... And she was getting a little bit better. She was finally a little happy. She wasn't being poisoned as much by her mother. <laughs> right. And she starts fucking the boyfriend. And basically, the boyfriend's like, we got to just fucking kill your mom. Yeah, she's a problem. So they did. They murdered Dee Dee. Yes. And the boyfriend did it. Stabbed her like 17 times or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the boyfriend did it. And he's in prison. That's a horrible way to kill someone, I just want to say. Stabbing people over and over again. No, it works. It's a really I mean, good it way to be do effective. it. It can be effective. I mean, technically, it's as good as any... <laughs> I don't know about that. I feel like there's a lot of agony involved in that, but okay. Yeah, for I mean, if you're just trying to get a job done, it's a good way. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right, you know best. Damn right, I do. So she's been released from prison, and now she is a celebrity. Yeah, how's she looking these days? Well, would you like to see a picture of her yeah. outside of jail with her new husband? Yeah. Wow, not TV ready. I'm going to go ahead and say that this new husband of hers oh boy, looks like a cross between a Brian McBride and I had a baby. This guy is nine feet tall and husky. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Grimace with clothes on, basically. That is a big dude, and she looks terrible. Now, she now has six million followers on Instagram and seven million on TikTok. Wow. They're projecting her to become a millionaire within months, saying she can earn up to $100,000 per Instagram post. All because they did a whole documentary, and she went out there going, I'm all sad because, you know, I guess we killed my mom, but my mom was bad, so I'm kind of a hero. People are going to get tired of her quickly, I think. Yeah, you don't say. They're talking about, like, they were talking shit to her, and all she's doing, they were saying her husband's ugly and all that shit. Mm. So she's been making posts about what a oh, sexual dynamo this guy is. So I wasn't original in my thoughts about their appearance? I didn't, I, okay, my bad. <laughs> uh, Blanche, she went on a rant, uh, a rant on social media saying Ryan, that her husband's name is Ryan. Ryan, don't listen to the haters, she wrote on Instagram. I love you, and you love me. We do not owe anyone anything. Our family is who matters. If you get likes and good comments, great. If you get hate and whatever, because they don't matter, I love you. Don't respond to the hate. You're feeding the trolls. What are you doing? Tell me if you think this helps. She wrote, besides, they jealous because you are rocking my world every night. Yeah, I said it. The D is fire. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> All right, well, I wish I wish someone wrote that about me. That's pretty cool. Nope. <laughs> nope. Hasn't happened yet, but so maybe she, someday. She's been doing interviews with Good Morning America. 
Talking about her boyfriend's D on Good Morning America? Well, no. She's talking Uh, about how she didn't want to kill her mother, but she thought it was the only way out. Sure. Yeah. So the the mom needed to go. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. I don't. We don't have a lot of people like this that were just released out there, like murderers like this. Right. So this should be interesting. And I think it's kind of funny how they're whitewashing all of it. The boyfriend's just rotting in jail, and she's going to be a millionaire. And she's got a new uh, new guy. Yeah. Good and she's her. got a new guy. This guy in jail's got to be like, see, I told you I had a good plan. How long is he in prison for? Ever. Nah, that's too bad. It ain't going to work out for him. That's a bummer. All right. Well, this has been a fun show today, Carl. This has been a fun show today. We drove just to the point of a nervous breakdown. Oh, she'll be fine. Yeah. We uh, made our nominations for creepiest NFL wife or girlfriend. You can vote at thecreepoff.com. Uh, I should remind everybody that if you visit thecreepoff.com, you could find the phone number for the voicemail. Feel free to leave us a voicemail there. Links to send us emails and also links to our bonus content, our Patreon, our Supercast, and our Backed By. Carl, we just did a bonus episode on Friday. What would you think of it? We did. We watched another episode of Thunder in Paradise. And basically what happened in this episode is they found in their costume department a bunch of Confederate uniforms, mm-hmm. and they went, let's write a story about this. Let's try to figure out how to make a story out of this. Yep. And Hulk Hogan, Mr. American <laughs> Made. It's the dumbest one we've seen. It's so stupid. Picks up arms for the Confederacy. <laughs> oh, my God. And tries to fight the U.S. Army with his buddy Brew and Drag. He does, yeah. So watch it. I promise you, you're going to be floored. It's so stupid. Uh, also, if you are a member of our Patreon today, when I'm done with this episode, I will be posting the final tally so we could vote for who is going into the Hall of Fame. Nice. And uh, some of the people we are going to be nominating, I believe I could announce already, Uday Hussein is going to be on there. Okay. People want a proper Jimmy Savile episode. Okay. And apparently they want Maddox. Yeah, Maddox <laughs> so, is a good one too. Yeah. Maddox has really fucking lost his mind. I'm pretty sure Dick would jump out an episode with us for that. If yeah, he I, th- I think Maddox. that's probably true. So, all we'll, right. We'll, we'll see. Out. We'll, get the, we'll get the vote out there. Um, also, a quick announcement I will be on the Horthy's Podcast channel today at 3 30, which is just over an hour from now, with uh, Andrea Brower, who wants to respond to Stuttering John. I also am going to have Ian Hawk on the show. And Ian Hawk, uh, I don't know a lot about Ian Hawk. We're going to learn together. But uh, he's a guy that John has claimed he's called the police on. Uh-huh. So we'll see what Ian's been up to to get the police called on him. Maybe he'll be calling it from jail. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where that's going. So that'll be interesting. He's going to be at his lawyer's office because he's getting sued. Also, I want to thank our buddy, Alex Gangrenously. Yes. For sending always. this in. Miami is a up three in this division, lost to Tennessee, then won two games, lost to Baltimore, and then here come the Buffalo Bills, the team that has run this division. The Buffalo Bills win the AFC East for the fourth consecutive year. Well done, Alex. Thank you for sending that in, buddy. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. Oh, boy.